0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz
1: every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm
0: Greg Gutfeld. I'm Martha
1: McCallum. I'm Brett Baer, and this is the Fox News Rundown.
0: Monday, August 8th, 2022. I'm Evan Brown. The Ukrainians say it's time to hold Russia accountable for war crimes as officials begin the incredible task of identifying remains of victims in hopes of returning them to loved ones.
1: They have a bag full of different body parts from different people that they've been unable to link with anyone.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine.
1: From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter, and I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast.
0: Subscribe and listen now by going to FoxNewsPodcasts.com. Months earlier in Russia's war on Ukraine, officials discovered the remains, both evidentiary and human, of a bloodbath. Atrocities in the town of Bucha, a suburb of the capital of Kyiv. There were bodies of murdered civilians that were too numerous to count right away. Some were found with hands bound, others in kneeling positions on sidewalks, streets, yards and alleys. And finally, some of these victims, many laid in fields or in mass graves, are being sent to loved ones.
1: The trauma feels really raw today because for the first time, this is a day that I think people were looking forward to they were dreading it's that feeling of anxiety all wrapped up into one moment of, of wanting information about your loved one but also being afraid of, of what you'll find out
0: fox news correspondent alex hogan is in kiev she's also been to bucha where she's met with local officials and faith leaders who are hoping to guide their neighbors through what will likely be known one day as an historical horror
1: City leaders held this press conference to basically explain all the information that they've collected from their investigation. So while Earlier on in the war, these mass graves were dug and the bodies were laid in there because there was nowhere else to put them. Eventually, the city dug up those mass graves and did investigations on the bodies to eventually be able to give that relief and that closure to families. So going back a little bit why they initially had to dig the mass graves, there was no electricity in the town of Bucha. So the morgues weren't able to operate. And the only place that they could put them were basically in fields. And behind the town's church was one of the largest fields where they dug this mass grave and placed the bodies of 116 people. But that was just one of of many of the places where bodies were found. We have footage from that time where bodies were just in the street. People were found bound in their homes. And I apologize because this is traumatic but it's important to share exactly what happened to some of these people. So city leaders gathered today and they shared some of these findings. And what they found was that 458 people were buried. These are 458, mainly civilians, men, women, and kids who died during this time, during Russia's occupation of this small suburb. And and to break that down even further, 419 of them specifically were killed by Russian troops. These were people who were either shot or these were people who were tied up and then set on fire. And then the other 39, those are people who died during this time. And, And the city is calling it natural death, but it's more complicated than that. These are people who either died of, of natural causes or they died of having heart attacks or not having access to food or the medicine that they needed during the Russian occupation. So it's a lot of collateral damage. And again, there was no way to, to grieve and to mourn all of these people all at once. So we're seeing some of the footage that came out then, and now the trauma that is really coming to the surface all over again.
0: Th- this trauma does run deep. Uh, it is uh families will be dealing with this generationally uh, every time we have seen issues of war crimes of atrocities of, of other things uh, genocide it comes to mind but uh these things don't go away within a couple of days or even a couple of years and, and uh people will lean on their their community leaders but those community leaders will will tell us that they're they're not going to be ready to forgive will they
1: No, there's so much pain. And even in these city leaders who are trying to to lead and to comfort, they themselves were emotional and even crying during this. And I talked to the city's priest, again, the priest who oversees this church right next to the largest mass grave. And the reason, again, they picked that was just because of the size and the space that they needed to put all of these bodies. And I asked him, as a man of faith, how do you compartmentalize this and can you eventually forgive Russian troops for what took place in your town? And basically, he said as much as he believes in forgiveness, it's not that easy. We try to say the word forgive, but it is important that it be from the heart. And unfortunately, the hearts of this town are still bloodstained. People's hearts here aren't yet ready for forgiveness. And and especially given some of the atrocities and just how brutal these deaths were given that these were not troops. These were people who at some points were just hiding in their homes or even in their cars. There was one family that the priest pointed out to me. He even showed me their home. And these were people who fled Crimea in 2014 because of the fighting and of all the places they picked Bucha. And then when Russia invaded Bucha this year, Attacked this family, the family was sitting in their car. Only the father survived. He managed to get out, but the wife and their kids burned alive inside of their car. And that's just one of the stories. Again, 458 people died during this time. And again, given the fact of, of how some of these people died. It was really difficult in the investigation to figure out the identities of these people. So what the city did is they got the city people together, the survivors, and they did a mass DNA sample on all of them. They collected their DNA to try to identify some of the people whose remains were unrecognizable. And they actually were able to find 17 matches. But the reality for people who are then learning we have your loved one. You won't recognize them. There's not a lot of closure there. And there was one woman who just genuinely did not believe the town when she was told your father died because there was no way for her to see his body. The only thing that she was able to retrieve was part of the remains of his burned car, his watch, and some ashes. So while people are learning these new realities, it's just incredibly difficult. And and as journalists, it's incredibly difficult to cover, um, but you just have to have to empathize with the sorrow that people are living through and now having to live through again, even if it's just too painful to really be able to grasp.
0: We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan, who is reporting from Kiev once again. She has been touring an area of the Kiev suburbs where war crimes, atrocities have been discovered and authorities are taking note. On the Fox News rundown, War on Ukraine. We'll have more with Alex straight ahead. There are, uh, from some counts, I think upwards of 26,000 different investigations going on in terms of individuals who have been killed as a result of supposed war crimes. You mentioned DNA investigations. DNA, unlike what we see on primetime uh, police procedurals, uh dna is actually a very difficult thing to do and then you're going to add it in, in into uh you're adding the dynamic of a war zone uh on top of that so this is a, a very big effort and the fact that they're actually carrying this out and getting this done says a lot about the authorities both locally bucha uh nationally with uh with ukraine uh th- this this is a major effort and they've they've really spared no Expense And they've they've left no stone unturned here to, to get this done and to get it done quickly, because they do want legal repercussions here, don't they?
1: They do want legal repercussions. One hundred and thirty five people so far have faced charges. And while they are trying to focus a lot of efforts on finding answers and giving people closure, of course, a lot of the financial um, aspects of the war are still on focusing on the front lines and making sure that this kind of thing cannot happen in other towns, Um, but that being said, the investigators who are holding these investigations that are still very much underway, understand the pain that people are going through every single moment waiting and wondering where is my missing loved one? So they really stressed today in that press conference that they know how much people are grieving. So it was so important for them to double and triple check all of the information that they were releasing, making sure that if they were telling someone your loved one is deceased, if these are their remains, that there was not going to be any mistakes whatsoever and what they're doing small towns are working with the government and they're creating lists list the people who are now officially declared deceased and lists of people who are declared missing. So people can report their missing loved ones. They can go to the National Central Bureau that is then centralizing that information and hopefully making it more available for people. But as you mentioned, it's so difficult with this DNA to conduct these investigations when you really only have what would be considered uh, the remains of someone who was cremated. It's really difficult to get any information out of that. So there are, unfortunately, a lot of families will not have that closure. The city, the town of Bucha itself, they have about 50 people now that they have been able to um, get barely or little information on who they are. And they, again, this is quite graphic, but they have a bag full of different body parts from different people that they've been unable to link with anyone, so as as painful and as emotional it is it is for everyone across the country. It's just heartbreaking for the people who are spending every single day working on this, unable to get some of those answers.
0: And all this continues as the war itself continues. the The fighting has not stopped, and. Uh... Uh, neither russia nor ukraine are really any closer to wanting to sit down and discuss how this would end Uh, a top aid to uh, ukrainian president Zelensky has uh, told fox news uh, that they still have no plans to give up any territory is a way to negotiate the end of this Um, what more have you heard from the government of ukraine at this point i mean what really are their plans they have to be looking around and while they certainly can be proud of the job that they're doing in holding off a full-on occupation by russia they they are losing hundreds of soldiers each day not to mention civilian deaths this has to this has to ring on them at some point on on some level
1: and that's what i was asking the uh, ukrainian government the other day we're looking at the amount of money that's being spent on this war we're looking at the amount of people who have already died be it troops and innocent civilians women men and kids and at what point do you concede territory and the response to that was we don't because the second in their opinion the second that we give up any territory to russia they will use that then to mobilize forces double down, and then in the future, take the next town that's closer inland on Ukrainian soil. So it won't end. And that's their perspective. So Russia's even talking about holding referendums and votes in some of these contested areas to see what the people want. But Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says there will be none of that. There will be no peace because they're not willing to give up any land because, in their opinion, this is just one step further to taking more and more territory, inevitably more fighting and more lives.
0: Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan in Kiev. Thank you so much for joining us on the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine.
1: Evan, thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up to the minute news, go to foxnews.com.